My name is uh, Young Buck, uh, Pee Wee, No Stiggity Doglet. Hey, <laughs> Welcome go. to episode 67 A Bad Habits of Podcast. We are in the building. <laughs> Give it up for your damn self. How I'm you good, mate. How are you? Chilling, chilling, chilling. Now, people might who are watching, they might notice mm. that we're missing a human being this evening. Uncle missing Dan. Soul. Yes, how are we going to, what's a good noise for this? Uh, oh. oh, I got one. I don't, I don't have that. Would be perfect. I don't have that. Does it, so, does, oh, does it say cunt in it? Yes. Oh, no. Let's see. What oh. fucking know you cunt? Yeah, it does say cunt. There yeah. You go. yeah. So perfect. we don't we don't know Dan. So Dan is uh, on the way. He's heading back to the UK for a few weeks or a bit of a vacay. See his family. He hasn't oh, been back. Lucky, lucky man. Since I know, right? So he's been in Canada now fifteen months almost. Uh, so he's heading back. He's in Toronto now for a couple of days. But he just got there. It wouldn't really work out for him to do this tonight. So we're like, you know what? We'll just take care of this. And we're giving him. I don't want to hold it down the fort. Exactly. We're going to hold it down without him. It's the first one without him for a while, probably. Mm. Didn't he go to Italy like last August or some shit? And oh, yeah. He was away for a, one, one episode, two episodes? I think it was oh, two when he was away. And then he came back and had to quarantine. But I think he was able to join remotely. I can't even remember. Dial in. Yeah. So either that way, I told him it was like a year ago. <clears throat> so obviously it's great. We love Dan. Dan's energy is fantastic, but we didn't want to put any pressure on him. I was like, look, if you can, if you can find the time when you're in the UK for the next few like Sundays or whatever to record, even if it's Mondays, and even if you want to bring some of your boys or some shit, like that'd be fun. Um, but no be pressure because I'm sure he's going to be in height. He ha- I, was t- I was talking to him about it. I was like, you haven't been home yet since you've lived away. And for anyone who's listening or watching who has lived away from their hometown uh, and been away for a significant period of time and then come home. It's like a whole thing. When you first come home, particularly Dan's- Everybody wants your attention and your time. You're Everyone's pulling you in different directions. Pulling you from, like, yeah, that's it. You know the vibe. So like I told him, I said, you're going to be like really intensely, uh, like everyone wants a piece of you, no pause. So I was like, just <laughs> soak it up, do your thing, don't sweat it. If you can, I'd love it. But if not, bro, like don't even worry, enjoy your thing. So. Just so y'all know, Dan hopefully will be with us. Maybe it might be spotty for the next um, next little bit. A little spotty. So shouts to Uncle Daniel. So Uncle Daniel. Uh, Nosh, is there anything we want to chat about before we get into? I guess we're only going to do some of the segments tonight because usually they're yeah. to do with Dan. Um, that's true. We can just. Uh, I got a bunch of shit uh, topics to talk. So okay. Do you want to do? About- Music first, maybe like we sort of sure. normally would. We usually have these. Let me see if there's any other topics that we. You know how we have those the new segments. I guess we don't really slanting. have. Yeah, the I mean, slang. Yeah, we can do slang, but like that's no fun. I mean, could we do? It's slang? no fun with that, Dan. Because like we can do slang, but like maybe it's something that. Okay, this will be like expert level because it's just you and I. So we'd have to. Think it, <laughs> I'm gonna think it, <laughs> yes, I know exactly what you mean. I'm gonna have to do. Uh, <laughs> okay, it, it might. What do you it might do? even border on English, but like. Okay. Um, it'll be Aussie slang, but it might, I don't know. Let me think of something. Okay. So maybe we could do expert level Aussie oh, slang. Oh, I just had some funny stuff. Yo, right. I got a funny ass video. I didn't mind to mute my microphone. I can't do that. So I can actually find the slang term because there's a video that I got sent. You should have a mute funny. button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. All right. Okay. Let me do that right now. So you do have that. a quick banter and I'll, I'll listen to it. 
Okay, you listen to the slang. So if I'm trying to give no some Aussie slang, obviously we are both ridiculous idiots and we you know, we know all of the same stuff, but I there's gotta be something that'd be funny as fuck that you know that that we could try got it. and put in. You got a good one? Yeah. Run it, run it. Okay. Go straight into it. You go straight into yours because I haven't got one yet. I was just kind of talking it out. Dingers. <laughs> that means a different thing over here. Shouts to Scuddy. Shouts to Scuddy. Shout to our baseball softball enthusiast homies. You want to tell? Uh, oh. <laughs> want to tell everyone what that means? So dingers in Australia is a condom and or a condom, <laughs> and uh, you know dingers or a, I guess you could even like sub level slang it. We can go franger. Franger, right? Oh, franger. I don't even know where See, that came from. It makes no dude, sense. Dude, I don't even know. No sense at all. Maybe because they don't use them in Frankston. <laughs> and that's why there's so many people <laughs> This is getting too deep for everyone out here. Fucking Unless hell. The Aussies will appreciate it. Okay, dingers, I'm going to use it for you. And the same thing, because when I was thinking franger, I thought, well, maybe you go that. I should say franger. But I could say to uh, you, speaking in lieu of franger, how about scabadari? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fantastic cunt. Wow. So, oh, my God. Scab means to... And that's one word, isn't it? Well, yeah, I guess it could be. <laughs> so a durry is a cigarette. Scab is oh, like to oh. bum, like kind of bum a smoke. Like basically a... T- I used to fight. When I smoked, I fucking hated it when cunts did that, bro. Do you know what I said to him? Un-fucking-believable. That's what I said to him, Matt. That's what I said to him. So, oh my um, god, that's ridiculous, dude! Fantastic. Right. So we're trying, we're trying to get that in there today. I, I wouldn't have guessed that one in a million years. Yeah, I, I was like, I thought that was pretty random, and I feel like we haven't really discussed that here. So, all right, we'll oh see if we can god. try and slide that into the next hour. Um, okay. With that said, um, let's just do music. the music. There's a pretty reasonable. I got through most of it. There's been a lot of albums lately, and I have, I just like, I haven't been able to get to all of them. I haven't even caught up from like the last few weeks from the ones I missed, to be honest. I mean, meaning to, but yeah. Do you want to start some weeks? Yeah. I'm going to set it off. Um, yeah. It's cunty. Like this, this, this uh, round of albums was like full soft snooze town, you know, cry, cry into your pillow, you know, tears is lube kind of like soft. I know the vibe. So I was like, all right, cool. But you know, Nothing like super notable. Um, Carl Dion's obviously fire had that album called Sassy. I skipped through that. I wasn't really in the mood, to be honest. What kind of vibe uh, is any, it? Because I didn't check it. Just smooth and smooth and sexy. So he's kind of like poppy. A, it's like poppy R and B type of shit. Yeah, his, he's not with, a rapper. With okay. some with some funky. Yeah, no, he's a singer. Um, you know who told me about him? Neek. Oh yeah. Our homie Neek. Neek. Um, should get him. Yeah, on. shout out to, to Neek. So yeah, we should actually. He's he's you know. Uh, when he was living in Toronto before he went back to home and got stuck and shit, um, he went to the. He asked me to come to the Carl Dion concert, and I was like, oh. I I had to I had some shit on. I couldn't move, so uh, I didn't go. And he told me I saw his you know IG stories, and it was fire, dude. Cunts playing guitar, and there's a full band. It's yes. proper. So yeah, he's got some vibes for sure. Super underground when he asked me to go to the show. And then he got a few singles and a few, a bit, a bit of momentum or whatever you call it. And he is fire. So he's really established now. Cool. All right. I'll check. So that. that's that. Um, singles, the Eternia, Ro McCoy, Mr. Lift, the story of us. That's cra- uh, classic. Absolute classic. Um, it sounded, it sounded like it was from the nineties. It was the, the beats kind of tribe called questy. Um, 
it sounded like Q-Tip made it. So Rel is just, you know, the guide behind the boards on that one. That was really cool. Quality as usual from that, that uh, those kids. The Santino the Saint, Love, Drugs and Anarchy. That was really dope and clean. That was a, a great song. Um, I definitely want to go back to that and revisit that one. The Russ, When This Was All New, that was a soft song. That was just absolute thumbs down. Uh, that's, that, that's, that's one of his like absolute misses that was just so out of pocket, not even close to his branding. The beat was just absolute. Everything about that was soft. Borderline trash, but it's not trash. You know what I mean? It's just like, no, that was a complete miss. But I was expecting something to be good because the last two were absolute fire from him. So spewing about that. Um, the Her, Little Dirk and Little Baby Find a Way. Um, I mean, I adore her. Everything about everything about her is fire and everything she does is fire. I don't love it when they put auto-tune on her or when she swears or uses buzzwords in her lyrics. It's so corny. Obviously, Little Baby wrote that whole fucking song and it just like, I, I don't like it. Um, Do I really tried to enjoy it. Was that, yeah. I was a little tripped out. So I go just, I think I've said this before. I essentially go by, I get these lists from my Spotify release radar. So I always make sure I follow artists I like. So I get them fed in my release radar. And I check yeah. hip hop by the numbers. Definitely go follow him. It's at hip hop numbers Twi- on Twitter. Yeah. He makes this uh, graphic every week that has all the stuff. So essentially I go through and I, uh, oh, cool. I, I cross reference. I do my Spotify release radar first and I go there, see if I missed anything. Um, with that one, I, I've, I've heard it before though. Was it on? Yeah, her yeah. Al- it was on her album, right? Um, I just feel like it was because I, I felt the same. This is part of the reason that didn't. I, I remember the hook for sure. So because obviously she was on it. Okay, so unless it was a remix where maybe they added, she added one of them or something, but like yeah. I, just, I thought it was a bit weird because some strange things are popping in this release radar every week. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, I just wanted to put that out there. I thought it might have been from Yeah, it was, it was out of place. Yeah. Okay. That was a weird one. Okay. The, uh, what else was good? The G-Eazy Demi Lovato song, Breakdown. Uh, it was a good track, but it was really sad. Uh, it was well done, but just kind of like, yeah, depressing track about them just you know, going through their things. Video was really cool, though. Big production value and, like, you know, Demi Lovato is pretty dope. I don't know a huge amount about her, but isn't she from some legendary band or something? No, I think she was just a pop star. I, don't, I think she might okay. have got on through like American Idol or something like that. But she, oh, she, I see. She, okay, so I'm thinking of somebody else. Addiction, and she's a they now. I think. Oh, interesting. Okay, well, yeah. uh, they smashed it. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not really good. I'm shocking with that shit. Shit, my bad, everybody. Yeah. Um, so yeah, fucking. What else have I got here? John Bellion and Burner Boy. I feel it. Uh, that was a funky bass tune, pretty poppy, yeah. feel good reggae. I, I like that one. That was you know. Good in the sunshine. Uh, the Kalani Altar, that was just dope poppy stuff from her. Uh, June Life and Sky Zoo did a song called Grateful. That was dope. Um, I w- really would have loved to mix that. That was didn't sound finished. It was pretty uh, annoying to listen to, but that. Sky Zoo is always super quality. So shout out to, to Sky Zoo. Uh, the Mac Miller Colors and Shapes, weird. Yeah, okay. So I have. It's a weird song and even weirder video. Did you see the video? You no, don't, I did usually not. you don't check those. Okay. Because I, I listen to everything on YouTube mainly. It's basically a CGI, really high quality CGI video of this fucking dog going through all this random shit. It doesn't make real no, much sense. I, I, it was really weird, bro. So anyway, um, I am not a fan of the posthumous releases because I swear Mac Miller wouldn't have signed off on that beat, bro. That was not 
like hidden in any way. It didn't sound like anything that he would have made. So like it was kind of disappointing. So um, I was looking forward to that because like, I don't know, Mac Miller's kind of sick, kind of. So, you know, anyway, the Rock Abraham and Sky Zoo and Stove God Cooks yes. song called Cold. That was really dope. I love that. That's probably my hip hop uh, song of the week there. That was really hip hop, hip hop as well. Uh, Rock's got some fucking bars on that one. The way Sky Zoo comes in, I just love that. It was mixed proper too, so that was a great listen. Um, and then what else was cool? The Thames and Brent Fires uh, found. That's just smooth. Love that. Um, that's pretty much all I'm going to say. That's all it. Right. Done. That's a lot, but sorry. No, it's well because we without. There's no diddly dan. So yeah, we're gonna like a ramble. Down. No, no, you did, man. This is good. I, I actually had some other ones to talk about, so it's kind of balanced. Um, mm-hmm. From the albums, I only got to check like three. Uh, I sort of was just a little bit slow this week, but the Jordan Rakai, What We Call Life, fucking fire. Mm. The last one so, you did. Yeah, go on. T- tell me about that. I skipped through a few songs. I was, wasn't, again, wasn't in the mood. It was a bit slow. What's gotcha. the deal? So he did an album, I don't know if you remember, say like two months ago, and it was fucking weird, bro. Like I like he has the a voice, this guy, it's incredible. I believe he's from mm-hmm. he's Australian. I don't think he's from Melbourne, I'm not sure. But oh. the last album was just weird as fuck. I didn't he should. He does really I don't know if he's a producer, but he absolutely should. He yeah, I didn't feel the last one at all. And he's been dropping a bunch of um singles and we talked about some of the songs from this one recently. So this I think was brilliant. It was it was only like ten, maybe eleven songs, so it was a little more concise. The last one was like twenty or something like that, and they were just strange. This was like he gives me James Blake vibes, but more soulful, like a soulful James Blake, if that's a good way. Because it's a little weird and abstract in the way that James Blake is. So yes, it's slow. Like there was a song called Clouds, which was a single a few weeks ago that we talked about. And that song, when I was listening to the project, really oh, yeah. stood out. I really enjoyed this one. So it's kind of like, yes, it's slow, but it's it's kind of like put it on if you're doing, like you send, you got a bunch of emails to send or like you do it. Or like you said, you always talk about cleaning. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's I love the kitchen cleanup music, you know? Perfect. I think this is cool. This is also good fucking music. I think you're right too. So I, I just yeah. really enjoyed this one. It was just soulful. It was like, it's a shit I really enjoyed. Um, love a good smash out of them, you know? Fuck yes. You need to keep them on deck. You got to keep the rotation strong. Yep. Speaking Stacked. of smash albums, I actually wrote the Thames song down, not realizing that Thames had a project. It was only like a five song EP called If Orange Was a Place. It's fucking Ooh. fantastic. So Thames is, uh, I believe she's from, um, actually, I do, don't, please don't get mad at me if I got it wrong. It's Nigeria or Ghana. And she's, she was on the Essence song with WizKid, which is the, the big one that they did Bieber uh, with the remix for. So oh, nice. I didn't know much about her. I kind of thought she was the dude based on her voice on the actual song, if I'm, if I'm being honest. But this project, Fire, the Brent Fire song is probably the best one. It, was, it gave me like goosebumps. It was that good. That was and the goosey, rest yeah. It's fucking crazy. And there was four other just really fantastic songs, straight fucking joints. But she had a fantastic uh, voice, really great melodies, fantastic production across the board, like tight. I'm looking forward to following what else she's doing after hearing. Crazy, I'm very impressed. Solid um, review. Yeah, thank you. I'm like, I really, really fuck with this one. Sold me. Great. The only other one I listened to, I don't know. I, in hindsight, looking at this list, I don't know why I chose this, but I listened to the Lil Nas X Montero album, mostly oh, out of. Um, I'm I not, honestly think that I'm looking forward to hearing that. Okay, it was it was super interesting. He is a pop artist, right? So you approach it of from course. a pop uh, perspective. 
Um, and he's into the, he's into all the shock stuff now, and I think you know he's just got it down pat. He's got a fire team behind him, whatever he's doing. Yep, yep, definitely yeah, grabbing all the attention. I heard the song with Doja Cat on it. That's the only thing I heard so far. Yes, so that one was on there. That's pretty chill. Uh, if you like her, she was funny on there as well. Um, but they had the joint with Industry Baby with Jack Harlow, which I like a lot. Um, nice. They they had the one with the devil, the Call Me by Your Name, which was the one where he's twerking on the devil or the fuck everyone got mad at him. Um, what else did he do? So there's a bunch, there's a song with El- Elton John on there, which uh, he oh, didn't seem to have like a verse or anything, but he might have just done backups or some shit or oh. played the keys or something like that. Um, just sampled him. Yeah, or could have could have done that too and then made it a feature. They actually do that. Good point. So overall, like it's not for me, but I wanted to listen to it because I'd be curious to see where this kid has gone. Uh, you know, like you were saying with the marketing and, and sort of. Yeah, like, I want to hear the mixing of it too because like he's got money for everything. And it's like the best cancer on his shit. So I, just, I honestly just want to hear it sonically, like put it on the big dogs and have a good time. Do you know what's interesting about that? When John Jonathan Emile, shouts to Johnny, we were doing his album, The uh, Spaces mm-hmm. In Between, the label that he was working with wanted, were using, oh, they wanted the engineers from Old Town Road to mix his shit because he wanted that level of Amazing. pop. And so yeah, I saw articles with those guys on like, you know, uh, the pro audio files and a bunch of other nerdy sites that I love. So who are they? Who does it? Who does that shit? Oh, I have to find the names. I have no idea. Okay, so it was Go cool. Find. All right. Well, I think you'd enjoy. It. I think you'd appreciate it from that side of it. And I'd just be curious to see what the fuck is happening uh, as far as like, you know, what he, what what sort of music he's, he's putting out there. And it wasn't. It was pretty long. I, I want to guess like fifteen ish songs. It was, it was a little chunky, but. Man, he's you know the melodies were cool. Some of them were pretty samey, and I would say it's definitely not for me. But it was well put together across the board. Some of them are like indie songs type of thing, or like some of them like with guitars and shit. That, so like you can't put him in a box at all. So you know, good for him for doing that shit. It's fire. Um, it's a guy had- named Andrew Baluki. Okay. Andrew Vox God Baluki. Hey, is that two C's? Uh, B O L O O K I. Oh. All right, well then. All right, good for that Vox guy. That almost sounds familiar. Okay, so that was pretty cool. As far as like, I just want to shout out. We had a few homies release shit this week, so I didn't uh, check it. But uh, shout out to Angus Younger, who's a good mate from Melbourne, and Royals, who's another mate who's a producer. <coughs> they did an album called DFOGs, which is a very local sort of reference. There's a thing called DFO, which is direct direct factory outlet which is kind of just like this where you go buy cheap shit like outlet stores I love it so DFOGs that's pretty pretty funny so they make like you know hip hop hip hop boom bop type shit um, so shouts to that I'm definitely going to check for that JOE the homie uh, released the Lazy Tape which was a longer project he's been doing a lot of four track ones this seemed to be like a ten track album so I, I or it could just be like a bunch of um, uh, Lucy's so shouts to Joe uh, gotcha. definitely got to check for that you already mentioned Eternia, uh, Rel McCoy, and Mr. Lith, the story of us. Very cool. I'm looking forward to hearing their album. I think their album drops next week, actually. Check oh, that'd be cool. Project. We'll and talk about that uh, next week, then, man. We will, indeed. And obviously, you mentioned Rock. Shouts to Rock with the Sky Zoo and Stove God uh, features on that. Very cool. So, oh, yeah. and GMC. Our friend GMC dropped a song called Baby. Oh, I couldn't find that. Couldn't From find his, that. How was that? It's cool. He's doing a lot of back on the singing stuff. Like it's yeah, I, saw, I saw the uh, snippet on Instagram, The Real. Yes. I didn't hear the song song, but that's I got the gist. You got the vibes. He's doing mm-hmm. it was like some shit I was listening to. I was like, man, I wouldn't even know what to do every beat like this. It's, it's weird. Like, exactly. Super, like, he's he's very creative. And, yeah. Did man. It well. I'm glad because he's got a good singing voice. So I, I like hearing him use that. Uh, I always thought that he, it's great that he used that. 
Um, as far as yes. other shit I enjoyed, you mentioned a bunch of them, man. The uh, Santino the Saint, great to hear him drop new music again. He blessed I us watched. last year, so he's coming back with that. The What else was cool um, that I recall? Damn, I don't even know if much else here. Uh, oh, you only, you know, I didn't listen to the, uh, is it Sadis, Sir, and Kirby? Cruel for you. I missed. I didn't listen to that. I just didn't click on yes. it. Yes. Search it. I got Listen a feeling right we got uh, catfished again on the Kirby one, I think. I don't know if it was her who I thought. Um, oh. Hmm. Why is that? So it, says it's, it says it's from May. It's shaky. Oh, it's from May? Okay. This from is a May. It's like, it's like they're putting okay, so much so old shit in release radar. I think I'm going to have to be a little more, um, I'm going to have to double check things a bit more because it's bringing up old Very, very sneaky set. Yeah, it's kind of pissing me off a bit. So some of it's new, and then I get down a bit in the list, and sometimes it's all spread out. Like, I don't know how... Like, I don't know why they're putting things from May in someone's release radar in fucking September. Anyway. So, um, pretty deep. Oh, yeah, the last thing. Kanye dropped a video for 24. That was pretty dope. Did oh, I saw that. that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was cool. It had the start where it had the... Um, what's, what was the song? No Child Left Behind. Yeah, from the concert where he got yeah. pulled out, and then it went into, like, this sort of mostly animated-ish type of weird footage type of thing. It's cool. I fuck with Kanye. He's the miracle zombie. I love that shit. You know, Speaking of that. He's the miracle still. Baby Jesus. Shouts. Praise the infant log. He, I got the Yeezy slides the other day. Uh, gang, gang, gang. Oof. Yeezy slides dripping. Gang, gang, gang. And I just no, I can't say that because I'm not gang, but I mean, well, whatever. They're cool. Yeezy guy. Well, you will be. You will be. And um, mm-hmm. I got the, uh, what's the other one? I got the fucking, I only got him one of them yesterday, so I'll get them this week. They're the foam runners. Have you seen the foam runners? Oof. I've seen the photo. They're kind of wild as fuck. They look super 2077. Yeah. They're out there. They're Tipping's like, so you know, ridiculous. Um, uh oh. My favorite fucking Warner Brothers character. What happened? Oh, you bleeped out for a second, but it came back. So it was okay. I was like, oh no, the mic will be gone. Oh. Okay. I didn't. I think you said Marvin the Martian. Is that what you said? Yeah, I did. Okay. Marvin the Martian, he's the man. Okay. I could see him wearing these uh, if he was drip god. The drip marshal. You know? Here it is, bro. He's been swaggy from back in the day. What do you mean? Big facts, big facts. You know, you're right. Space modulator. <laughs> now, yo, we should get that as a sound effect. That'd be dope. Oh, we should. I'll, I'll do a bunch of uh, voices. I should. I'll do it. You should just I'll talk to you in, in uh, you know, we should throw on there. It's a me, uh, the scene the when Mario, the guy who does oh, Mario's voice, did right. our drop. He did indeed. Shouts to Theo. Thrizz got that for us. Yeah, that Thrizzy Lee got for us. Man, that was man. Quite Good man. Yeah, we got a few drops. So we used to do mixtapes back in the day for those who don't know. Like before we moved here, we dropped, I dropped three from a group. You dropped three solo. Then when we got here, I did three yeah. solo ones because I was always in group. So we were really big on mixtapes. We did them in the 2000s. We did them like proper with like, we got DJs to blend them. We got, um, yep. you know, big names. Just like Wizzy F Baby. Yeah, we were really into that. We did them. I feel like we did really well. Sometimes, like looking back, on that's so good, man. Yeah, I want to. Really I want to listen to Notion and Ninth, like maybe tomorrow in the sunshine. See how she slaps still. Because yeah, the ninth one, the beats don't change. I want to see how my lyrics hold up. I think it's some more of those the, songs are absolute fire bombs. I think that yeah, for sure. I think whenever I hear our it's old a time shit, capsule, it is a great time capsule. I think our old stuff is usually pretty cool. Like it's mostly um, it's definitely not shit. No, it's like the it. delivery isn't as fire. I think a lot of the time, like and the mixing isn't as fire either. Of course, yeah, everything got better, but because we were using industry beats, they were all yeah. pretty. Like we usually did pretty well with that type of shit. That's true. Um, we did, yeah. Speak of that, people haven't checked. So we can talk about our music. Stay woke video is still out. 
obviously still that. So keep checking out. Everyone's been uh, super supportive. All the home, it's really interesting because I spoke about this last week, the Submit Hub and all of that with the different feedback. The, the differing of the feedback is is very like jarring even still. Like I'm sent, I'm, I'm only being transparent about this because I think maybe the, the artists who listen and watch could, could appreciate it. So yeah. like one of my friends, so you know, Kerry, she's from Australia, but she yep. lives out here in Canada. She hit me up. She's, I don't know, she's, she's traveling right now, but she hit me up and she was like, yo, I watched the video. I got goosebumps. It's fucking incredible. I don't understand why this is not bigger. Like she was losing Amazing. Sharing Fuck it everywhere. Yes. Telling she's, I'm with like two Aussie girls and we all watched it. We're all fucking loving it. I was like, wow, that's amazing. And I, there was a bunch of really great comments. And then I got like some feedback today from like bloggers in or playlisters and stuff. And just to clarify, when I'm talking like bloggers or playlisters, they're just, these are not major people who like work for Spotify or work for Complex. Like bedroom rappers of the blog world. That couldn't have said it better. So you got it. Take any criticism with a grain of salt. And I do, I don't <clears throat> get upset or anything over it, but someone was really mad about the, um, the violent references to Lil Yanni and Kodak Black. And oh my just, God, relax, cunt. And uh, I was like, okay, you know what? I've actually said I take back the little Yodi thing because I was mad at him at the time, but over at the time, time that's, it's such a dated song. But they don't know that. Well, do what's also, funny. They said it sounded like it was it was written. It goes that and the title of it and those references would have flown in 2017, which is when I wrote it and recorded it. So maybe that is one downside. And once again, sharing that that is one downside to maybe hanging on to music too long. I don't think it sounds dated though. They said it, a lot of people go, oh, I don't listen to like that old music. But then on I got next, they were like, "Oh, it sounds like, like it's, uh, what did they say? There was there was they were shitting on the modernness of it. So it's almost like it doesn't matter what you do. There's going to be people trying to attack you for for every single angle of it. At least, at least, at least we're getting matter. some fucking hate finally, because usually we just get all like I said, we usually get thumbs up. It's nice to get a fucking fuck you every now and again. Yeah, we're like okay, cool, piss me off, let's go. Yeah, and you know what? That's dope. Um, it's, it's not that many, but you always remember, like, you know, you get the people who say amazing things, but then you get one or two little negative things and you hang on to those more, but it's just, it's so funny to me how the response has been like complete both sides of the spectrum. Like I detest this, which literally was one. No one else like said that aside from the, like the, there's, there seems to be a, a bunch of individuals who when they see the ads they go out of their way to shit on you know ads for other artists and stuff so they go on there and they'll just post some crazy shit because i have a bit of gray in my beard and they're calling me like they're saying like oh like <laughs> this shit about grandpa or did your grandma buy you that sweatshirt it's kind of yeah. funny but it's like That's great it's, it's keyboard I, warriors yeah total keyboard warriors and i'm laughing and i still invite them to like the page I, even the people who like i can't i'm like fuck it and i think it's pretty funny mm-hmm. But it's like, I would just find it super interesting, the, the spectrum and just the way that people, you know, process new music and, and sort of approach, do you, you, know, do you really yeah. need to try and tear someone down? That's going to make you feel better, bro. Like, all right, good for you. Or, you know, on the other side of it, it's, um, it's, it's like people are just like loving it and, and showing the love. So it's going to be interesting coming into the next, I feel like, you know, maybe that one song has a reference. There's one other song that has a reference to like Uzi Vert on the album, which actually isn't even on until the deluxe album anyway. So like there's nothing plenty else I felt was more hate later. Plenty of time. But that probably plenty won't be, be a video. Maybe it will. I don't know. So um, that was interesting. But yes, go check it out. The, uh, yeah, just see, stay, see, Great stay woke. Song.
yeah, I, I'm really proud of it, man. Like you, you submitted the album yesterday. We got the final masters. We should that definitely deserves an applause. So the second, Fuck no, yeah. the third single was submitted yesterday. So that'll be coming out on October 15th. That's called Let Justice Prevail, featuring Caleb Hart, who's a mate of ours. Second. He's a reggae singer from Tobago, and he lives in Victoria, BC. So our friend, our videographer, one of our videographers, and he's our, um, <clears throat> he does all our cover art. He did like my logo. Uh, he does he all the heart of my sleeve cover. Heart of sleeve cover. He did the black one behind me on the wall. That one right yeah, there. Um, Josh is the man. Josh Telfer. He's been on the podcast actually. So he was out in BC with Caleb. Right. So he shot the video for Caleb's part. We shot yeah. it out here. Super cool. This one, uh, I don't think people will be uh, saying too much. It's just a dope video, dope song. Uh, a message that was written back then that unfortunately uh, still stands, which sucks, but <clears throat> that's cool. And then the week after, October 22nd is the album. So that'll be coming. I'm super excited. I just want this fucking thing out, man. I've been holding onto it for too long and, you know, waiting for all this perfect thing to align and shit. Like, you know what? Let's just put a bunch of, do what we can. We have the whole team. We have an amazing team of people who were creatively involved. You know, you doing all the mixing and mastering and a lot of the editing and arranging. Maya, the producer, composer. Um, we wrote it all together. The All the features uh, working on it. We have some great features. We have... Um, should I talk Amazing about Amazing features. Maybe we'll talk about it as of later. Should we talk about it now or talk about it later? No. Um, well, it's coming out October 22nd. Maybe next next episode so we can get a little... Uh, yeah, we'll, we're, we're going to do that. We'll I want to do up. a series of podcasts. Deep dive that. into it. <clears throat> yes, exactly. I want to do a series of podcasts with each person involved in it as well, like a relentless season. 100%. Like a, just a series within the thing, and I want it to be like uh, one with you, one with Maya, one with Josh, one with Richard, uh, who does all the videos. Even one with um, Jonathan Emil, who's been a big part of it as well. He's helped coordinate a bunch of things and you know, featured and, and blah, 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 just to get, get him with it. So just a deep dive a bit 100%. more into what we're doing. So, you know, that's moving, y'all. We've got music coming. We have to show the people. Got to show the kids what we do and, and how we Fucking do. right. You're 100%, There's mate. There's a lot of people that, uh, you know, find it interesting because, honestly, mm. there's a lot of moving parts to this and it's, it's good to uh, – speak to each one yeah i think it would be enlightening maybe for people who don't know how hectic it is to put together an album like this is by far the most ambitious thing either of us have ever done um yeah. intense and I, it's almost like to the point where i'm like oh man like it was so it was so much um I, it turns me off doing another and also now because it took so long and then a few only like very small comments like literally one or two because <clears throat> the whole album is varied things so they could say anything sounds old but like everything sounds fresh as fuck to me and I'll be judging if it didn't sound fresh as fuck I wouldn't put it out so I think that people are just listening if it's not trap it's old or if it's like interesting you know what I'm saying I feel like that's the the way that and not all of the rest of it, there's no more trap on it it was only the first single so yeah, it's yeah. going to be interesting but I feel like you know we're going to do people have asked us to do it multiple times like you and me are going to do a collab album and I'm always I'm always like nervous about it now because i'm like i don't know what sound do we go for will be criticized whichever direction you go for and i guess that's probably just part of releasing music is people are going to have something to say which is fine um but I'm, everyone's expecting something else you know hmm. they want their own uh, curated album but we've just given them that but they're like ah oh, but they're just being cunty mate 
I guess so. So, I mean, when we do our stuff, we'll have to, I think it's actually really good for us that we've taken this in, in, into consideration, what we learned through the process of releasing this album. I definitely would not take this long again. I think I would do it. And now that you're going to... Next do, album's going to be with no stocky beats. So we'll, yep, uh, we'll make 100%. sure we slap it out in a couple of months. Yeah, we'll just do it quick and we'll, we'll see if we could just really focus on it. <clears> because it's like, I've got even this, we've got the Relentless album. I got the deluxe version of that, which is already done. We just now we'll just have to choose when we're going to release it. We have yeah. the um, we have the the Bi Toxic City Volume Two, it was the C and D Cipher and Smokewell. So we did the first volume last year. I don't know if we'll get that out this year or not, but we got that. Um, there's a Notion EP as well. There's a Notion EP. Thank you very much. So that's like four projects from us coming now, and then I guess we should probably start working on it soon. Being that now well, I the have Notion EP is the closest to finished, so I can just get that literally that done in like a fucking week. I swear to God, all I'm gonna do is probably record like one verse and make one another song, and then it's done. So I, I need got a feature. the figured out. I need a feature. Okay, so I'll, I'll fucking slip you in there somewhere, mate. Yeah, chuck me right in, Matt. No boss. I can chuck you in there, Matt. But uh, I, yeah, I let let me do that. But then I think we should get that out. I think we should just pop it out. Like, it, yeah. like what is it? Five tracks? Exactly. Uh, yeah, maybe six. I don't know. I'll, I'll have a look. But so it'll let's be just it less out. than less than eight. Okay, so I think that would be. I know this is actually kind of cool though that we're talking about this live and like actually strategizing yeah. so people can okay. hear how it goes. Right. I think you should definitely do that. We should put out a Notion project because it has been four years since we had time on my sleeve, which was April 28th, oh April uh, 9, uh, 2017. And if I've got all of these Sorry, projects, guys. it's been a minute, but it's cool because you've been working on other people's stuff. Been you've been producing, stuff. you've been featuring, you've been doing a lot of work. I mean, it's like you can sit there scratching your dick, bro. You've been busy That's true. Stuff. I have not been scratched. I scratch my dick when I have like I'm nanoseconds, honest. but it's mostly beats. Non-dick scratching. Non-dick scratching <laughs> Well, I think we should do that, and then we'll once we have these off our plates, like completely finished, so we can put it out. Then we mm. can move on to our stuff and try and knock something out and, and keep keep it coming. Because I I'm enjoying the process of this. Relentless has been a bit more stressful than I'm. There's uh, a lot to it. Some of those sessions were fucking mega mega. Yeah, like for, for when I say stressful for everybody, for you trying to deal That's with right. it. Mostly me and you, really, because like Maya kind of did his part, and like you took it from there and did. You guys worked on some of it together. I and know, you're but, you're spearheading like the whole shit, organizing all the meetings and making sure. That's the know, hard part. That's all. It is hard. Yeah, you feel you're uh, you're the abbot of the situation, and you are. Yeah. But for your project, I'm going to do the same too. Well, like that. That's my job in our. Well, we're both. We can both do that, but like. Yeah, obviously, yeah. You know so what I'm saying, not, like, like, right? Not fully like, on you for my project, but like, no, I, but it's still hard. It's a, it's a lot with this one because <clears> we <throat> had to wrangle a whole bunch of shit, right. and we were trying to get a publicist, and it didn't work out. And then we thought, all right, well, I have the cash. Let's just do some ads. We own a social media agency. I know how to do that, so we can do it that way. How much value is there in paying a publicist three, four grand a month for three months, and maybe or maybe not getting not, what eh? you paid for it? Like it's pretty crazy because you might get one complex article that does nothing. Like I don't know how much value there is in all of that. So, you know, we're figuring all that as we go. These, this is the most, like I said, most ambitious stuff. So we'll learn a lot and we'll be able to apply that to the other stuff. And I think the main thing now is to keep momentum. I'm noticing that the monthly listeners are going up, the number of streams per month are going up, all these different things are going up in conjunction with these releases. So I think our challenge mainly as busy people though, we have multiple projects. We're all doing a lot of different shit. We're going to keep the music coming. 
we have to keep doing it's, singles. Yeah, it's true. We've got these projects because the projects are the ones that fucking weigh you down. So this is why the the way that that's why I decided to do EPs, make a couple short ones. That's it. I, I'm so for that. I wonder what I still want to do. Like, I think the solo one, that's the move. And I think um, when we do our shit, I think it still should be an album like ten songs or something like that. But yeah, let's do ten. I like ten. Ten's a good number because it's not too much, and we just aim for that. But I, I, otherwise, I like the short. That's why I like what Joe Joe has been doing—a bunch of four packs with people. And I yeah, think we, he's can do, we can do a ten-song album and have like a, a deluxe a few months later with uh, three extra tracks. Skip well, up, easy. I think uh, that's great. We could do you know no more samples. I'm trying to avoid samples as far as uh, as much as possible. There, of course, you know, definitely hold you back. And now we have some possibilities with sync. Uh, to you know, for people who don't know what that is like synchronization. You get a song in a movie, a film, in, in a TV show, in a, uh, a product. Album. And, and they have to have no samples, so you have to clear the sample. Obviously, clearing a sample for us isn't financially viable. It can be expensive, and lawyers, and they could actually shut the whole song down. So that's some shit that might take six months. You know, that, that we did so that. that's why I only buy samples that are made from sound designers that are royalty free, unless you get a major level placement. And there's like multiple sources that I go through to find like the fire shit, and then I play stuff on top of those. So if there is a sample, it's royalty free. Unless we Which get means, like a fucking, you know, a, a crazy, crazy deal. And then, we'll, of course, we'll let man's eat because I wouldn't have. Well, you break them in on it, right? Yeah. Of course. Well, then we can goes. like make a nice relationship with them and all fucking mm. blah, blah, blah. So if anything, it's a win. So uh, that's why I need to make more shit with Illmind and we can get in touch with Jay Master and stuff like that. We're going to fucking do it. It's going to be sick. Trust me. Yeah, I love it. I, I'm looking forward stuff. to this project yeah. with you a lot, actually. I, I think... Once we get this shit all out, like Relentless is all out, your stuff and Bitoxacin and all this crap is out, I feel like we'll feel we've had this all this shit on our plate for so fucking long. At least Relentless has been it's been six years in the making. There's been it was patchy the first two years of, of doing it's, it. Yeah. And then we kind of crammed but most of it. recording and getting like everything sort of locked in before I even like looked at the mix, but then it got shelved for a while because you know, I guess you were trying to get funding or something and then I was trying to get Everyone, funding. That was 100% both why. both busy as fuck. Well, and it was like, if I didn't have the money, what was the point? point? And I didn't want to bust exactly. your ass. And I had um, the album with Poe, Bad Habits, and obviously the podcast is named That's that. right. And that, I was working on that. You worked on that. I was like, you know what? Chill on Relentless. I don't have the money yet. Let's get this out because it doesn't need as much money. Let's just put it out. And then I did the, then even then you were working on it slowly. Then you do, I had the Biotoxic City project. So I kept putting things ahead of Relentless. And not um, focusing on it because I just didn't have the funds, and I, I so wanted like to do it right. Away for that chipped years. away real slowly, and, and in, in hindsight, in the last, like what year did we go pretty hard on it? Like yeah, yeah. Because um, I, I went back to the mixes, you know, spent like a lot of hours per track. Um, but yeah, it's, it, yeah, it was. But like, it was good to chip away at it and make everything make sense because some songs were fucking like 160 stems deep. Some session like that's really? a lot of shit. Like drums, yeah. <sighs> I didn't know that. Like what? What? There's a, dude. I can, I have to go through this big numbers. Like oh, fucking wow. Survivor is like 175. My goodness. Out of, and that's bro, like bro. and some of those things are compiled into one. So it's just one. You know what I mean? Like I know. Like all the there's drum a lot sounds. of things that are. I'm not on the drum sounds. Some of the like background stuff, but. Dude, there's a lot of shit going on, and there's gang vocals and like blah blah blah. Some things are grouped, okay. so it, it could have been stretched out to two hundred. No stress, but yeah, there's some of them are really wild, man. So my is computer that, had a real hard time. Yeah, 
Okay, so this is what we're going to be talking about when we do this series. I won't go too deep in that now then because no, this is the conversations yeah, I, I want to have with you. But I guess actual numbers will prepare. Like yeah, yeah. Um, data. For people, just to, since we're talking about it, because I want to just finish this, then we can move on to the topics and stuff. But is that a normal amount of tracks that an average hip-hop song would no. have? What would you say, as someone who's a mixing engineer, who sees a lot of different um, projects with all the different stems, stems are just each individual sound, like a drum, a kick drum, a snare drum, hi-hats, <coughs> synth, the whole way bass line, the whole way, exactly, and, and vocals, every single element of the vocals. How many would you say is the average that that a song would have? How many stems? When in, keep it in mind that one song on my album had about two hundred. Fuck, man! It really depends on that. There's okay, so many variables there. It's really hard. So, just say like, okay, so a beat stem section would be anywhere between, honestly, five or six to like fifth, uh, forty to fifty. It depends on how many parts of the song there are. If this bridge is just <clears throat> there's breakdowns but like some of the clients recently like i worked on some new stuff today um and it was about 17 to 20 stems for the beat and he had three vocal stems but then when i worked on something last week it was like um six or seven beat stems and about like 20 vocal stems because there was stacked vocals for the hook and shit so um yeah it can be between like for a whole session between 20 to 200 on a so it, it really depends. Okay. It's all it's all over the shop. I couldn't even like average it. I have to like get some numbers and do a, a mean average and see what's going on, but it's this I couldn't even call it, bro. Okay, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Like like fifty to seventy five to say average ballpark. I don't know. Fuck. Okay, okay. So that's a lot and you know, so but two hundred is still at the very, very higher end of the uh That's because the there was like <clears throat> acoustic drums, you know, violin, saxophone, gang vocals, singers, rappers. Heaps of percussion, synth, drums. I think there's heaps of shit. Oh, yeah, uh, electronic drums and acoustic drums, like all all kinds of shit. Breakdowns, bridges, yeah. real good, real guitar, real bass. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, it's pretty intense, bro. So people, you know, synth pads. Yeah, it's fuck. Wild. So things took a while. It is what it is. You know, we're not full time musicians <clears throat> here. Um, you know, and that's what it yet. takes for yet for uh, you know for independent artists like us to do it. And um, you know, I love it. So we'll keep we'll keep uh, fucking with that. So with that said, uh, let's get into some topics, topics. for the Mandem. Let's start with yours because I want to talk about something that went down yesterday and continue going today. As oh. of uh, <clears throat> funny. All right, cool. Let's fucking get into it, man. So I got a fucking couple. Okay, so yeah. Last week I talked about Jay Z with his uh, potential. Uh, interest in the Broncos sale. Yes. Uh, and I saw this thing that's saying this is a Jay-Z source denies he's interested in that. Um, so he was rumored to buy it with a bunch of cunts, but according to Complex, um, it's not true. He isn't looking to purchase, blah, blah, blah. That's pretty much, yeah. That, so he's not copping. So he's not probably not copping. Um, fun news, Rick Ross gives his son who's, 16 years old, his own Wingstop franchise. Um, so that's absolute big boss move. What a fucking boss. What is it? <laughs> anyway, um, really like cool. His son is uh, pretty cool. Looks like he's a mad cunt. There's a, oh, what's it called? What do you call it? Uh, okay. 
There's a website called lalal.ai, L-A-L-A-L.ai. Okay. Basically, it's a, a website that it can extract stems from any song. So you upload something and it can it gives you four or five options. You can take out the drums, the vocals, the bass, the instrumentation, whatever the fuck. And you can do one or all any sort of combination. So a producer that I am a fan of and have bought kits from uh, DCAP had put a little reel on his IG about this website. So I had a look and I was like, fuck yeah, I can't. So um, lalal.ai if the producers, if you find like a sample and you're just like, oh, I want those fucking horns from that joint, you can actually throw it in the thing and just get the horns. Like honestly, it's stupid. How do so they do it? I'm, there's okay, so there's a bunch of programs that you can do that, but they're mad expensive, super hard to use. I don't even know what the fucking names are, but I've, there's a couple of producers that I follow on Instagram. Um, I think it's like uh, Tall Guy Productions uses that shit, and there's okay. another guy who does something else. Uh, so yeah, they're, they're kind of like sound designers, real, real in depth with it. So they're taking away stems from old classics and re. Prizing everything, so that was really interesting. I'm looking forward to fuck with that. Um, cool, that's awesome. Did you did, did you see the fucking Meek Mill expensive pain cover art? No. Is it Holy cool? shit, mate! No. Nah. Oh, um, Meek Mill expensive so, pain. Because like, and Twitter's like shitting on it, bro. So like, I've got to. So. It's. I mean, it's, it's it's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just like a. It's just weird for an album cover. So, but Twitter has shit on it. Yep, that's it. Twitter is shitting on it, dude. Um, Interesting. I don't. I don't dislike it. I don't dislike it either. But like people were shitting on it because there was like a whole slide on Hip Hop DX on Instagram about people roasting it. Um, so I don't know. That was kind of like a bit harsh, but. I don't know. It's not too bad, but people get ripping on it. Uh, Dave Chappelle's opening his own comedy club. Okay, I saw something about that. That's interesting, eh? So he's building his own. Yeah, he got he got uh, building permits and approval from those uh, those kind of people to build his own comedy club in Yellow Springs, Ohio. Mm. So, and it's going to be called uh, Live from YS and the Firehouse Eatery. So it's a comedy club at a restaurant. Mm. So Live from YS is the comedy club and the firehouse eatery will be the restaurant i love seeing good old uncle dave you know what i mean like yeah man he'll like i mean say he's in doing it he probably realized over the pandemic he just needs his own spot that he can just yeah perform at at home have people come through it'll be legendary yeah good on him and making a restaurant i love it i love seeing those business moves man everybody wants to eat while they watch some giggles you know fucking oh that's awesome uncle dave um, <clears throat> speaking of Lil Nas X earlier, um, basically on, there's like a post that he put up, okay. uh, he's basically shouting out all the producers and engineers on his, on his album. There's like the credits are listed on, um, Ali, Derek Ali from, um, Top Dog, like Kendrick's label. Um, he runs a thing called Engine Ears. And basically, he just posted about that. That uh, he's, he's, he's posted. I'll show you. It's basically just a post. With, oh, it's all black and white text. You can't see shit. Oh, okay, oh, so that's it. All right. So he did Whoop. this. Whoops. It came up for a sec. There you go. So, so he's just listed all the recording all the engineers and all. The, 
Yeah, and it's just like you know, people are finally just given more daps than uh, for the behind the scenes that? guys. Yeah, it's just great to see, man. That's just I love that. No, that makes, makes me all uh, happy in the pants. So uh, the last thing I had, I think, it's the last thing. It, yeah, Fifty stuff? Cent got accused of bullying the drug kingpin who filed uh, a one billion lawsuit over power. So he's being sued for a billion dollars over accusation that his hit show Power is actually based on the life of a kingpin and that uh, so they're suing 50 and Courtney Kemp, who's a fellow power executive for a billion because Corey Ghost Holland filed a lawsuit in April that alleges that 50 and Kemp stole the concept for power from the former drug kingpin's actual life to create the popular stars series. Damn. So they uh, they say, according to all hip-hop, Holland's relationship with Kemp's father stretches back to the 90s. The two remained in touch in 2007 when Holland allegedly mailed a CD he made for at-risk youth to Kemp's father, which included a cautionary tale about his own life as a drug dealer. So man's just trying to get paid. A billy is pretty intense. That's a lot, fam. It's a lot of money. It's um, a couple ducats. You just reminded me. It's well, nothing but Jeff Bezos, though. Not even a drop in the ocean, mate. What didn't we talk about that happened last week? Speaking of 50 Cent. Uh, the verses, Ja Rule and Jeff Fat Joe. We didn't talk about that? No. Oh, shit. So let's go. I know. What the fuck? Before I talk about the Karen Civil stuff. Oh, my God. Did I take so, any photos of this? Oh, no, I didn't. It was last... Have, I have notes. This is great. Last Tuesday, I think it was, right? Um, Facho, Ja Rule, they, they rocked it and, um, it was, it was pretty what, fucking blast. So I missed, I forgot about it. So you would, you were telling me some stuff and I watched the, the rest of it. I think I missed the first like 15 minutes or something like that. And, uh, do you want to maybe give me your thoughts? Cause your thoughts already when I went into it, I thought were really accurate. Like it really summarized Fat Joe's vibe. There would end up being some like controversy cause he said some dumb shit to some people. Um, yeah. Give me your initial impression, then I'll see if I can I'll fill in some uh, some other stuff. Okay. Um, it was great, man. They came out with some crazy energy. Uh, ja Rule's like a fucking like a twenty year old. Uh, he still looks like a twenty year old, and uh, he was just you know moving with that kind of relentless sort of shame and like uber confidence and that like you know the little smirks and all the like you think he's the shit. Like he was just really owning it. Um, and then so he started. Just doing his thing. Fatjo just started to get mad. I think he was just like, he's kind of just gloating and saying he had the, he had more hits and sort of stuff. <clears throat> right. And then, uh, but then Ja Rule was getting the, the crowd was actually singing his shit. And then, you know, Ja Rule was kind of pushing back after a few times when Fat Joe was taking stabs. Like, you got nothing, bro. That was whack. And then he plays, and then Joe, Joe does his song. And it's just like this weak, like dark boom bap shit that doesn't get anybody singing. There's no hook. The first few songs were like really bad. Ja Rule just had everything and more. So then as things went on, Ja Rule was just getting more cocky and fun and getting really into the crowd, had that really fun energy and is a little more playful and like playing the role and being a little cocky and but fun and sportsmanlike, so to speak. So fucking Fat Joe seemed to be like the kid at the picnic that didn't get his favorite bit of fucking sausage or some shit. You know what I mean? Like he just seemed like a sport little cunt and he was like That's funny. constantly saying that, uh, you know, he had no hits and then he's had nothing to reply. Mm. 
Right. So when Jarrell's was saying like, you know, the crowd's singing my shit, they ain't singing your shit. What the fuck, bro? Like, relax. Like, and it, and Fatjo just started to get more sore loser as everything went on, and he just started to look. I don't know he was just like talking panic. a little more crazy, kind of, yeah. And he, he, I think he took it a little eyes. too serious. Mm. Yeah, he's weird. He's got like that Forrest Whitaker lazy, lazy <laughs> left kind of thing going yeah. on now, and he was just kind of like, I think he was acting a bit too much. I think Fat Joe needs to relax. It's not that serious. He obviously knows what fucking Jarrell's catalog is, but he was still fronting like on that New York relentless confidence. I'm the fucking alpha. I'm the fucking best. Can't Jar, uh, Fat Joe would not let it go. He just couldn't. It just seemed like the sport brat next door neighbor. Like I don't know, man. That's a, that's a good summary because you told me kind of that and then I went and watched it and I saw exactly that and I just saw it get worse and worse over yeah. the, the time. He was re- You made a good point as well. He I noticed he was responding to like hits, commercial radio hits with like shit that I oh, love. Shit. Like random, like, like random um, songs off like Terrorist Don Cartagena Car- 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 exactly, album exactly, stuff. Yeah. I'm like, I fucking love that shit, but that's not what you respond to a Ja Rule fucking song with, bro. Like, no. It doesn't work like that. And all, all of Fat Joe's songs that are actual fire have Shanti on it or like features and they're, and they're both shared by, that's why she came out at the one time did the songs, boom, boom, she pieced out. Yeah. But like the first, you know, few songs, Fat Joe had to bring people out to even compete. Ja Rule's holding it the fuck down by himself. He's singing his tits off. Did a good job. He's honestly re- a really good writer, and he was, you know, he did like he showcased some of the songs that he that he just wrote, and I didn't know he wrote "Pain" for Tupac. That's honestly ridiculous. That's what he was. Fat Joe wrote the no, because Ja Rule wrote the. He did like a remix of it or whatever. It was a remix. Oh, that's what it did. Yeah, sorry. Uh, and it was the same. It was Tupac's verse, but he did the, you know changed it up, kind of like what we used to do on the mix. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, okay. Yeah, I noticed that. So they brought out Ashanti, they brought out Nelly, and it was interesting because Nelly and Ashanti were Nelly together. Nelly sounded fucked, by the way. He yeah. sounded like he had the beard, mate. Yeah, and he wasn't, he was just like yelling. He sounded it's like awesome. he was like, really crazy. He was bad did you know? When he's, yeah, when he's yeah way lower. Like, did you? Go gracious ass bold But then he was like, go gracious ass bold And like, it sounded so weird. It was like, oh, goodness me, you scary cunt. Shut up. How, yeah, it was that fucking threw me <laughs> off so hard. And then I love like, him though. No, he's he like sounded, he's he didn't sound too like he's been like out drinking all night, yelling at cunts. Or he just lost like. or something. Or he just got too old. Maybe that was like his older thing. Maybe his but did you know him and Ashanti were together for like eleven years? What? Yeah. So they hadn't seen each other for six years. So they oh. got together like in like two thousand and four or something like that. Truth for that to add up, I think if you add up those numbers, so that was the first time. And when he was on stage, he walked straight across and hugged her. And they were talking about that. People were trying to see if they were going to get back together. So that was interesting. Um, they had Remy Ma there, which was which was gangster because she came and did lean back. They had uh, Vida and uh, mm, Lil Mo, and apparently Joe said, "Oh, you had to get bring out those dusty bitches and something about oh, yeah, that's right, doing yeah. crack, called them a crackhead, and they had then he had to apologize to those two girls specifically, Vida and uh, and Lil Mo." Which was super cool, um, not really cool at all. So he did like these half-assed apologies and shit. So he kind of made him look bad. And I saw a whole bunch of people online saying, "Fat Joe, stop saying the n-word," because obviously he's yeah, Puerto, he's Latino, he's Puerto Rican, though. Puerto right? Rican, sorry, wow. So like, because you know, Jesus and Mero, Mero says the n-word constantly, and he's Dominican, and Dominicans are essentially what is like Afro Latin. 
so Afro Latin, I mean, I guess the the um, their ancestry in, includes people from Africa. So it's kind of a mix of African uh, ancestry and Latin or Hispanic ancestry. So hence Afro Latino, whatever the fuck. So that you know him saying it still weird to me, but I get it. But fat, him being Mero, but then when Fat Joe says it, like he's yeah. his complexion is the same as ours, if not lighter. Like it's that's what. Um, doesn't Hezekiah say Fat Joe can say it, but J-Lo can't? Doesn't Hezekiah have a bar? Fuck, Shasta Hezekiah. I love that guy. Yeah, I swear he got a bar like that. I, I, yeah. Hey, but why can't J-Lo sing? Because like her, she's Puerto Rican too, if I'm not mistaken. So why can't she sing? Because Puerto Rico. Because well, she's, she's pop she's popping, whatever. So it's like, I don't know. It's just maybe, maybe it's because maybe it's she's a female and kind of fucked. Because yeah, that's how be that. the world, the world is. I imagine. I've seen a lot of people say like, the, you know, the, taking it out of their vocabulary like you know people of color say you know black folks saying that like they try not to say it no more than when you see someone like fat joe who doesn't even physically look black uh to be able to say that is, is kind of weird so um anyway that was it was an interesting battle uh Jaro, and, and at the end they were saying you know, we love that like hugging they were saying we love each other i think what happened though is that they saw what the dipset and locks one was like and they had that playful banter and then yeah, fat joe tried to just- that Mm-hmm. And it, it didn't work and, well. Do you know? Yeah, and it was almost like because it's like Fat Joe was dips. Like they just didn't have the hits to keep up. I guess. And the exactly. locks had so much more up their sleeve. Ja Rule couldn't. I'm mean, sorry, Fat Joe couldn't keep up with Ja. So then he just kind of looked crazy for, for saying that. So anyway, whatever. It was entertaining. It's fun. Sure. Bunch of memes. Um, you know, a lot of people talking. Kept us busy. So I am at you know, you know the fucking vibes. Can't be mad at that. So that shit was cool. But the other stuff I want to talk about that happened yesterday, being Saturday, was Karen Civil. So do you know who she is? No, I don't. All right. So well, I did see, the, did see the tweet from uh, from Joanna Lucas. So. Okay. So I'll try and summarize it the best I can. Um, so she started in the game as like a – she's sort of – like she's more – now she's like a personality, but she started as like a marketer, like a social media person. So she was doing social. She she was like she got in with uh, with Dipset with Cam. She was doing stuff I think for J Cole, for Sky Zoo, for like a lot of sort of like under underground rappers that were coming up, and you know she sort of made her name like that, and then she's expanded. And she sort of went down. So she did like doing PR as well, sort of like social and PR. She knew all the bloggers and stuff, and she was like a connector, connecting people and really helping people with their careers. So. Cameron said years ago, and actually, you know what? Even before that, Tiff always really liked it. So one time for Christmas, we usually don't do, we're not big on gifts. Like as in like, we just buy what we need all the time. So we just sort of stopped doing gifts. But one Christmas, I was like, ah, oh, Karen Civil released a book. I'm like, let me get Tiff the book from Karen Civil. Ordered it. It was, a, we joke, we call it a pamphlet. The book was like 20 pages long. And wow. I was like, are you fucking Trash. serious? And it was like 20 or $30 for this fucking pamphlet. And I was like, this bitch just ripped us off. Are you fucking, and Tiff was like, what is this? <laughs> so I was like, okay. Sorry, sorry to laugh, but that's, that's pretty funny. No, it was pretty whack. No? And I, I read it, like I, I read it oh, too. No, it was 20 pages of like really big font. So it was like, it wasn't even, there was no guts to it. It was poorly written. There was misspelling mistakes, grammar mistakes. I was like, this is Oh, whack. come on, so come on. Then Cam was saying, Cameron was saying that, um, she stole $60,000 from his boy through Dipset and she admitted it and said, I had to eat. 
and that was it. And no one really chased her down for wow. it. They're all good for money, I guess. I'm not sure if this dude, I, I forgot his name. Someone the God, Duke the God or something like that. And oh. it was, so she's a known thief at that point as well. Everyone, when he was saying that, they all said to him, you hate black women. Stop hating on black women. He's like, I am just saying this is what happened. So then this other girl who, funnily enough, one of our clients, we actually worked with her. Like I spoke to her. She was nice, but she's extra. Her name's Jessie Wu. Uh, W-O-O, but she's Haitian. Um, she's from here. She's from Montreal, actually. Uh, but she lives in the States. She's like, I don't know what she, she's like a singer and kind of like a social media personality type of person. You know, like you don't really know what they do, but she's just around a bit. So I don't like follow her or anything because she's always so like, eh, extra. And I don't really enjoy what she does. But um, she, so Karen, so she put this stuff out about Karen Civil yesterday and it, they were all on Clubhouse and like it was this whole thing. It's either yesterday, Saturday or Friday. So Karen Civil had a podcast on on um, Joe Budden's network called Girl, I Guess. Um, hmm. And I think one of the girls left. There was a whole bunch of drama and stuff around that that I don't even really know enough about. I didn't pay attention. So – what she did to Jesse Wu, some, there was some sort of deal with a podcast or something that kind of went wrong. So Karen w- booked Jesse from a fake company, set up a fake company, or at least all the different things for it, booked her for a gig to get her to come to a gig and so she could get all of her personal information so she could sue her. No, Maybe oh they had, she had the same name as a podcast or something. Like Jesse had her own podcast that had a similar name and Karen wanted to sue her. And the way the American system works, you need all the info. So she made a fake company, a shell company to get her to book. So when you book someone to pay them, you get all their information, like name, address, and probably banking info and all that bullshit, right? Booked oh her, my God. came to the thing with all the cameras and everything for whatever this gig was, a gig meaning like a speaking thing or an interview or something like that. And then they had all the cameras and they served her for court so they could film her reaction. Wow. They wanted to like embarrass her. Jesse obviously countersued. Jesse won the court case and she put out the papers that she won the court case, that this woman made a shell company and did this stuff to get her information and that wasn't above board. I think she might've actually wow. stolen some money from her or whatever. So Jesse said she'd be, I'll be waiting to put this out. As soon as Jesse put it out, join the Lucas put a whole bunch of stuff because I've been waiting seven years for this shit. And he had all the receipts fucking ready to go. So Joyner Lucas was an up and coming rapper, I guess, seven years ago. He had, he had an investor who he said put like a million into his career and his final 60 grand, he paid Karen Sybil for consulting services. They had a, and I guess it was PR amongst other things. And like, all right, you need to do this. You should do this. Because apparently she consulted with Bobby Schmurder and told him to release his new single on the same day that Donda was released, which is everyone saying like, Look at her. She's a scammer. She told him to release his comeback single on the day that the biggest album of the year arguably was released and no one even really knew that it happened. So they think she's giving bad advice to people and stuff. Um, so Joyner paid wow. her 60K. She had all this stuff. She was hyping him up and knew that he was the up and coming and that, you know, 60K and she was supposed to pay other people for different things and disperse the money or whatever. He said as soon as she, he paid her, disappeared. Like couldn't get hold of her. Um and then he saw a post on Instagram that she was in like, he said she, she was on vacation. vacation with my money is what he was saying. So she took that and she was doing all these like shady things like, oh, wow, artists think they have 24-7 access to you or something like that. And 
blah, blah, blah. And he was sort of talking to her. She was sort of like being all defensive and trying to spin it around on him as if he was the one who was like annoying her or whatever, you know, not giving Trash. her the money, you know, whatever. So there was a whole bunch of other stuff with that. Then they all went on Clubhouse and they were actually speaking about it. Karen admitted to all of that. And then she okay. admitted to, yeah, what's going on? I can hear that shit. Then she admitted to doing something else. She admitted to stealing from someone else as well. Fuck, who was it? Oh, man, it's going to kill me now. But she admitted to some that she stole something from somebody else. So not only did she fuck Jesse over, she fucked joined her over for that 60K. She fucked over uh, the, uh, Cameron's dude for 60K as well. I don't know what to get to 60K. And then um, uh, another another guy that she also admitted that she just took the money from and didn't do what she That's said it. she was going to do. So basically this woman is some sort of a culture vulture who's like, Scam thing. Just a scam man. It kind of like, it comes all back to the conversation we were having earlier about the relentless and putting it out. Like you don't know who I'm to trust. I'm just saying shit. Fuck that. Yeah, man. Don't like damn self, bro. We didn't, well, that's what I've been trying to do with this thing. And it's really, it just the whole game just feels rigged. I mean, obviously Joyner just made good music. I was talking to Tiff about, I'm like, oh, what's, what do we even do? We don't know who to trust. I don't have 60K to give to somebody for, for that type of thing. Um, you know, we know how to run ads to kind of tap into it, but you know, what's the end result of doing that? Does that really convert people to, to following you on Spotify or checking out the YouTube video, hitting subscribe, you know, are we converting in that way? But like, you just don't know who to trust. Everything's fucking rigged. You know, all the editorial playlists, you don't get them because they're all owned by the label. So they only put the label fucking artists on there and shit. It's, it's just a real shame to, to hear that. And obviously we all know it. Uh, you know, mad people were, other people were coming out and sharing their stories. Oh, that was the other thing. Joanna said that Sky Zoo said she's solid as fuck, bro. She's the one you need to talk to her. So obviously Joanna had been getting some traction to be able to even talk to Sky Zoo about hiring right. someone like her and stuff. So he's in that world. So he was kind of pissed at Sky Zoo because he you know, co-signed her. But maybe he didn't, she didn't fuck him. Obviously she didn't fuck everybody. Maybe she didn't, yeah. But she, you know, so... Uh, it's just really disheartening, I guess, as someone who's about to release a, the biggest album of my uh, musical, you know, I don't I hate the word career, but like time doing this stuff. And, you know, now I just feel like it's a, a little bit jaded. Like, I feel like all you can do is just put out good shit and just hope that like people spread the word about the good shit because they really like the good shit. And like, fuck, this is really dope. I'm going to tweet about it. I'm going to post about it. I'm going to share it. I'm going to tell my friends about it. Like, you know. Whatever that's all we really ask for. That's that's all. Each one, each one, teach one, or tell one. Yeah, basically. So yeah, it's pretty crazy. I think I probably missed a bunch. If anyone has anything that I forgot that was key, just drop it in the comments there. Like, you know, that'd be great to, to see what I missed. But, I can pay. Yeah, man. So she can eat a fat one. Um, with that said, um, I hope you got your dingers. Dingers. Oh, he came through with hey. the. <laughs> With the fucking dingers, because, you know, maybe you're going to have a, a a good night and... Um, you know the fucking vibes? Hey. There you go. So I, I, I got it in. Slipped it in there real quick. Fair enough. I'll, I'll figure it out. Give me a second. All right. No worries, mate. Uh, with that said, is there anything else? We're an hour and seven minutes now, just about. Oh, so shit. I feel like you can slip it in. I feel like you can slip it in in your, uh, in your exit. All right, mate. Well, I was just, you know, before we go, I was just wondering if I could scab a dowry. Hey, there you go. Yeah, no, or 
Oh, I only smoked Marlboro Reds and fucking. Oh, uh, you know, well, lucky I got it. Lucky I got a split A. Like, oh, be all right. Yeah, no, I'll fucking get you, mate. Yeah, fucking no. I just need a diary, can't you know? Like, boy, you give us a what? Oh, actually, you know what? Do you know what they say about you? You got nothing but fucking shiggy butts up there now. You got a shiggy butt brain. Shiggy's the old day. What'd you say? All day, just all day, all night, ciggies. Dickass. So fucking typical of you, though, eh? You know? Such a cunt, bro. You know the vibes. Where can everyone find you online, you cockhead? Just choking down, Darius. Uh, at Notion Baby on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. At Illnote Studios on Instagram and Facebook. IllnoteStudios.com. NotionBeast.com. Fucking get at you, mate. Boy. And shit Love. and stuff. What about you, yes. mate? Mate, you can get me at CWFOR on Instagram and Twitter, and then we're going to take a thumbnail. And, um, mate, thank you guys for watching. If you enjoyed the episode, smash the thumbs up. Hit subscribe below. Hit the notification bell. That was good. That was good. So you know where the new new drops. Follow us on social media at The Movement Fam. We are back. This week will be on time. I think last week we weren't because I was away. We'll be back, yes, 8 p.m. Monday. It'll be uh, streaming, Earth. audio, and video. Um, I think we'll be back on time for, for the foreseeable future. At least I have no plans to go anywhere for a bit. So I'm happy about that. Us. Yep, you know, we'll keep it going. Uh, Dan, safe travels, mate. And hopefully we'll have you back in the next couple then, of weeks. We'll let you know. Then, we'll keep you guys posted. Get a cock up, yeah. We'll see you next episode. Bless your cotton socks. Peace, cunts. Say, catch a cut.